Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Rarely City 93. I'm your host, as always, Elliot Barr. And on today's show, we have a special guest, someone that's from Richmond, but claims DC, but he loves Richmond. We'll get to him in a second. First and foremost, let me get to my co-host, Shanir. How are you doing, sir? You have a new cat, we heard. Yeah, yep, new cat. Um, last Saturday, literally while I was at the uh, the Richmond Kickers uh, game against NoCo, um, my cat of geez, 12 to 13 years passed away. So got a new kitten so that the boys can grow up with grow up with a cat and uh we're going through the long and arduous um introductory phase where we keep her in the room mostly and keep her away from the dog and just let them smell each other through the door there you go i'm pretty sure a door is getting torn apart in the process so it happens Last no, the, 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 thankfully, thankfully, Kuma has not been acting up, so we're we're doing okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Next is Mr. Matt Myers. Matt, I'm going to ask you this question. I'm pretty sure you have the answer to it. What is the oldest piece of Richmond Kickers memorabilia you have? Uh, that I, I mean, probably the oldest that I know that I have is jersey from like oh three or oh four uh i don't know if i still have it i i know for a fact you know at one point in time i had a you know autographed rob you you know headshot that had it been for like 95 or 96 i don't know if that uh made it through you know my childhood room getting uh turned into a adult room that old my parents happen. house or not but that would be the yeah. oldest piece uh, of I, do have it. I figured you had something that probably outdated all of us uh <laughs> <laughs> um, and that person that I was alluding to at the beginning of the show is Mr. Ted. How are you doing, sir? Making your second ever appearance on the podcast. Do you remember what your first was? Uh, was the first when they uh, when they uh, got rid of uh, David David Bulow as coach? I think that was my first appearance. <laughs> if we recorded their emergency podcast, we were all like, "Yeah, we need to record this now." <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, that was a uh, wow. That was a wild. It, it's crazy to think we're how far things have come and oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just got sad too thinking about david below so <laughs> i know yeah, yeah. That's... Oh. but um but yeah ha- ha- happy to be on happy to uh happy happy to, to help talk a little uh little about the team that i have chosen to suffer through i guess my i'm gonna go ahead and blame my dad for picking this team because you grow up you watch a team you usually watch whatever your dad watches so in this case, mm-hmm. it was DC United. So, uh, but I've I've lived in Richmond. I I I've grown to love the Kickers, and um, I will be supporting them uh, on Saturday. But I also can give you some insight into DC. It's going to be hopefully a friendly friendly affair between <laughs> between them as my as my two fandoms battle each other. There's going to be a lot of split fans. Like, see, we're going to have to treat this like the Florida Georgia game, where like one side is all Richmond. One side is all DC and they all converge to like the 50. That's how, that's how we're going to treat this. Well, see, I, I don't think I, I would have said maybe like, I don't know, five years ago. Like, yeah, maybe. But I think what the kickers have done as far as I mean, there are there are people who 
were long, long time DC United fans and would drive up from Richmond for every game and would, and would be there. But I mean, to, to the kicker's credit, they have become such a more fan friendly experience than, uh, than DC uh, that I, I think actually uh, I will not be surprised if most of the people that live in Richmond now are actually supporting, uh, supporting the, supporting the kickers. Yeah, what kind, what kind of idiots would make that drive? <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently uh, there are several idiots that do so. Yeah. yeah, no, what I think would be fun is if somebody can, you know, pull out, uh, you know, any of the photos from the 2013 open cup game last time two teams played and, uh, See what faces you can you know, find in the crowd and what colors they're wearing in that game. Because no. I don't think it was all red. <laughs> no, those pictures don't exist. Those pictures, those pictures don't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. It, what pictures? I don't. There's no pictures. Which should be okay. To my, about, credit, oh, to my credit. To my credit. To my credit. I have been in Richmond. Funny. That when that picture was taken, I had been in. Uh, I had been in Richmond for two years at that point, um, and and things things were things were very different. Uh, in fairness, I wasn't even talking you in general. I was talking. I was oh, just yeah. talking people in general. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was not a. It was not a direct shot. Um, shot this time. That comes. I, I, that I, comes I, later. That comes later, right, Matt? That comes later. I, I very much remember. No, we'll I, I very goes. much remember uh, that game because that was the first year I actually had started going to Richmond Kickers games. Um, I had started getting involved in coaching. Um, I had gotten in touch with some of the guys from the kickers and and it was actually Luke Vercoloni, one of our former uh Richmond kickers captains who um invited me out to come and watch the team play um the first game was against uh, the Barracudas from where were they Antigua or something that we smashed but then DC United I remember that game clearly because um section O was taken over by DC United fans <laughs> 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 I remember that game very clearly. I remember the. Part I was all the way on the other Sorry. side. <laughs> remember the part where Carlos Ruiz got sent off. Remember the part yeah, there was a, almost an actual fight on the field late in the game because I think there was a double yep. red card. You know, after Ruiz and, got sent off, and the fact that I think the kicker started a lone DC United goalkeeper in that game. I believe. I believe it was it. It was no. no yeah, it was Dykstra. Dykstra. Yeah, he was, was he loan, was Dykstra. Yeah, he was on loan. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Dykstra. Okay, because I, I know uh, Shinovsky played for DC that game, even though he had been with the Kickers like <laughs> yeah. every other game that year. <laughs> that had to be weird for him. Yeah. And it to be interesting, I was I was exactly in your position the following year, Ted, when um, New England Revolution came down for a U.S. Open Cup game, and um, that tested my allegiance. Um, because at that time, the head coach for New England Revolution was Jay Heaps, and I grew up watching him play for New England Revolution. I remember going to Foxborough Stadium and then torn down, rebuilt Gillette Stadium to watch him play for the New England Revolution. He was a phenomenal right back. And knowing that, oh, my goodness, now he's coaching the team, it was a bit it, it was a bit awkward for me. I was able to get a picture with Jay Heaps at the end of the game, which was awesome. But, um, yeah, so I will be in your shoes, Ted. I will I, I will have been in your shoes already. And you just, don't worry about it. You'll be okay. You'll survive it. 
I will. I, I'm. I am not concerned about me surviving it. I. I will be fine. I might get plastered with um, pictures of me and kickers jerseys. I might get made fun of by my co-host, but I will be fine. I will be okay. <laughs> so fine. Not worth it. Um, I said, let's go, guys. Let's go ahead and get started on this show. Um, Ted, you are the resident DC United fan, so we got to ask, man. Is Wayne Rooney taking this seriously, or is he just like, as a Daffy Cup, we kind of roll out there in the B squad until we play the bigger teams? That is that is a a big that that is a excellent question. I I don't know if we will know for sure based on this game. Um, I, I you know, and again, this is not what I think. This is probably what Wayne Rooney thinks. I think he knows he's going up against the side um, that you know, is, is a lower division side. Uh, so, and I know he has guys that, you know, will want to, will want to, he'll want to rest. Um, you know, the, the, the open cup has sort of became a a flashpoint, uh, for this team last season. Um, if you remember, uh, their previous coach, Renan Lasada, despite winning, uh, against flower city union, uh, was fired, was fired the next day. Um, and rumors circulated there, there was, there was, you know, talk about the fact that he wanted Steve Birnbaum, uh, to travel to Rochester for the game. And Steve Birnbaum was like, I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. And I think the, I think upper management had to step in to tell her not. And then I think that's when really, I think that's maybe, it maybe wasn't the ultimate thing, but it was a straw that broke the camel's back. Um, and then they, they did win that game. They made, they made it to the next round. Then they played the Red Bulls and interim coach Chad Ashton, uh, came out and said in no uncertain terms, we're punting this because we want to make the playoffs. And we saw how that went. Uh, Wayne Rooney's obviously a competitor. You know, you, you know, Elliot as a, as, as someone who watched him for Manchester United for, for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a competitor. I also do think, I, I do wonder he, he has to, he has to prove that he can bring some silverware. This is, he is, this is a weird situation that DC self finds itself in. Uh, they've got Wayne Rooney as coach for the year. And then there's an option for next year. Um, and basically an undetermined amount of time is really, we don't, we don't know how long he's going to be here. I mean, he could honestly leave in the summer for some job. I mean, it, it could absolutely happen. Um, I, I think he may be under some pressure. He's trying to use this as sort of a launching pad for his next gig. And part of how you can do that is by getting some trophies in the in the cabinet. And so I could see him looking at this saying, well, we just got to go out and win five games. You know, we're not a team that's going to you know be competing in the top of the playoff spot. We're not a team that's probably going to be competitive against some of the Mexican teams in the League's Cup. This might be my best opportunity to go out and and actually win a trophy. The flip side is. Uh, I need to also make the playoffs and maybe that might play a little bit of a role in there. I'm expecting a rotated lineup in this game. I'm expecting a lot of the Academy kids will maybe get into a little bit about, you know, where I think this team stands that might be in a little bit of a better position to do that as they then compared to last year. Um, But I, I expect a rotated lineup. I don't think that'll necessarily indicate he's not taking it seriously. I think it'll just indicate that he thinks that the, the players sort of further down on his bench uh, should be enough to handle the Richmond kickers. And we'll, we'll find out whether he's right or not. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think rotation makes uh, you know some sense. A lot of MLS teams will do that. 
you know, in this round. Uh, I think for most kickers fans, they'll know or at least know of uh, you know some of the bigger names: Christian Benteke, uh, maybe you know uh, you know Taxi. Uh, they'll also know you know uh, Chris Durkin, who played for the you know, team back in uh, sixteen and seventeen on loan. You know, came up you know through you know the uh, you know Richmond Kickers, Richmond United Academy uh, before moving up you know, to DC. Uh, you know, maybe you know talk a little bit about how it's, his season's gone so far and what you would anticipate you know seeing his contribution being. Uh, I, I think we'll definitely see Chris Sturkin start. Um, he started out the season uh, really in in kind of a a hybrid four four two where he played sort of the right midfield position, um, and I don't think that's where really he wanted to be. Uh, but it was certainly where he ended up, uh, mostly due to the numerous injuries this team had um, and also sort of basically allowed uh, Andy Nahar to just kind of bomb up the field and create chances and opportunities. Um, so I think we'll definitely see him start in this game. I think he'll play more closer to his central midfield role. Um, I'll be curious to see that the team has shifted formations. Um, they've also uh, welcomed in, welcomed, welcomed in a uh, new player on loan until July in Lewis O'Brien, who basically took Chris Durkin's, uh, Chris Durkin's spot. Um, he's only here through July, so I think there's definitely going to be a push to get him game time because once Lewis O'Brien leaves, which from what we've gathered is probably going to happen, there is maybe an option for a loan extension. There is a purchase option. Highly doubt DC exercises that because to the numerous, numerous roster, roster, things they would have to do to make that work would just be astronomical. Um, and also, I don't think Lewis O'Brien, I think Lewis O'Brien was in a tough spot and won a game. So um, I think regards to Chris Durkin, I think we'll see him play. We'll see him start in this game. Uh, he's been mostly on the bench. Uh, so it's an opportunity for him to get some minutes. Um, so I, I don't know if we'll have him with the, uh, the Thanos meme of I'm sorry, little one type of type of action type of game from him. But, uh, but we'll see. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Uh, so you've seen a lot of the you know, kickers games you know, this year, certainly at least the, you know, the home games, you know, from your point of view, how would you see uh, what I think we all kind of expect to be a first you know, choice kickers team, you know, out there to match up with, uh, you know, what DC has been doing this year or, as, or maybe in your terms, you know, what a rotated squad might uh, bring to the game. Um, you know, I, I think, I think, I think from this game, um, you know, we're going to see our first choice lineup from the kickers. We, 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 we believe, um, I think we'll see a rotated lineup. I, I think the DC is better equipped to maybe handle this than they have. Uh, certainly last year um, was sort of the rotation they did in the lineup. Um, I, they've got a lot of, really good young talent in um in Ted Kudu Pietro, uh Jackson Hopkins, Christian Fletcher, and uh Matei Akamoni as uh, a 16-year-old center back um who Wayne has not been uh 
shy about throwing out into into big MLS minutes. Now it's been certainly driven by injury, um, but he's you know made no made no qualms about the idea of putting those types of young players out. And so I think we'll see those players go out and start. Um, I'm personally really high on on Teku to Pietro. Um, he I think could be an absolute handful for for some of the Richmond Kickers players to try to to try to manage. Uh, it very much. Uh, in a lot of ways, uh, I don't want to say he's exactly like Jonathan Bolaños, but certainly in his ability to take players on the dribble, uh, set up, you know, crosses or shots. Um, he has his probably his best moment this year was was against Toronto when he uh, came in as a sub. Team was down two to one. He flicks one uh, uh, pass over to Benteke for a shot and then cleans up in the box for the game for the game winning goal against Toronto. Um so I, I think he's a very talented player. I've been a little, I've been felt a little bad about his minutes being reduced. Um, but I, I think we'll see a lot of those young guys feature. I think they're very talented young guys. Actually, I need to check. I think Christian Fletcher might be out with the U 19s or maybe that's Akinbone. I'll have to go check. I think Akinbone might, one of the players I mentioned is out with the U S youth national team. So I don't know if they will actually be able to feature in this game. It might actually be Akinbone. So you might get a honestly, I, considering the injuries at center back, um, maybe a combination of Hayden Sargis and Donovan Pines. Um, that could certainly be there. Um, on the wings, I think I would see, I would expect to see Jacob Green. Andy Nahara, I would expect to see as well. I think he's maybe looking for some minutes. He's been getting some spot starts. This might be a good opportunity for him to get in. Um, and then the midfield, probably a, a combination of. Chris Durkin, and then maybe you see a player that started, uh, maybe a Matthias Click or a, uh, um, a Victor Paulson. Um, not really sure how that's going to work or how that's going to line up. And then maybe either Teku to Pietro sort of on that left side, um, along with, you know, either. And I think starting up top is going to be the most interesting thing because uh, Nigel Roberta, the team's backup striker, is out with injury. They traded away Mike Miguel Berry. Uh, they are rumored to be making some type of trade coming up this week, presumably for a backup striker because they literally have Taxi Funtas and Christian Benteke and not much else. I, I don't know who else they start other than maybe Christian Benteke uh, or Taxi Funtas up top. Maybe it's a combination of Fletcher and Pudietro, Pudipietro. So a um, lot of unknowns, I would say, with this lineup. If you're trying to rotate this lineup, a lot of unknowns. And there's not really one-for-one -one matches uh, for how we saw them line up against Orlando. So very different teams. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to take a minute to think about it. But as we see sometimes in open cup, open, cup, open cup games, is that when a lower team plays against an MLS team and there's some talent on there, the higher team usually looks and it's like, oh, we want this guy, like in case with Charlotte. Like I think they signed the goalkeeper from Appalachia. If you could take one player from this Richmond <laughs> Kickers team and add him to DC United. Who are you taking? Mm. I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, like right now. Like last season, it would have been a combination of Jonathan Bolaños or Ethan Bryant. Like those would have been like my top two, uh, my top two picks. Who are in MLS uh, academies now? Yeah, who are at MLS? Who are MLS two teams? Yeah, MLS next pro teams um, right now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, you know what? I, I think right now, considering this team's issues at, at depth, 
and uh, just ability trying to find the back uh, depth at forward. Um, I wouldn't mind uh, seeing Emmy Emmy Tarzaghi uh, be on the team. I know that I have, I have sort of half jokingly called for that um, on a couple of occasions, especially when he was scoring wonder goals and DC United were terrible. Um, other player, you know what I, I think is a change of pace player um, off the bench, like Owen Gordon could bring a lot, uh, especially this team is playing kind of like a sort of a wingback type role or sort of a winger type role. They're basically, they have a, a Ruan who's uh, basically plays right on the right side. I think the same position as Owen Gordon, if, if I recall correctly about how this team is set up. Um, who basically play is playing very little defense and is just bombing up the field and, and trying to make connections. So um, I guess that's where I'd go. Um, yeah, th- those would be sort of the two players I could I could think of. And I don't know if you asked for one or two, but I'm, I gave you two. I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked you didn't say That's play. a tough answer. What's that? I'm shocked you shocked didn't say Bentley. Ben- Bentley's been good. Mm-hmm. I-, I guess I just look at. Oh, Wayne, I Bentley still to me, I, I see a lot. I see games out of Bentley that I'm like, he's really good. Like this is his next step and games where I'm like, could have been maybe a little bit, a yeah. little bit better. So I'm, yes. I'm not seeing the, the full complete picture from him. So. Fair enough. Yeah. That, that Emmy answer is a deceptively, you know, weird one because it's like, well, okay, obviously <laughs> you take that, you know, MVP, uh, you know, but, yeah, it's more of you know, because it's an actual need issue rather than yeah. oh he's the best yeah. player I'll take him. That makes sense. All right, Matt, you want to take right. it? Yeah. Uh, so again, you know you're familiar, you know, with uh, in both you know both teams. Uh, well, a you know it sounds like you think it'll be mostly a, you know change team. Maybe you know those you know striker positions by necessity might have to be you know, the big guns. Uh, but do you think? You know, uh, Rooney would keep, you know, his other big name players on the bench and, if, you know, breaking in case of a break glass in case of emergency sort of thing. Or is it, hey, you know, Lewis O'Brien, hey, you know, taxi, enjoy the night off. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's that's going to be I, I think I could see him. I could see him looking. I, I, I don't think Christian Benteke, uh, Christian Benteke will be uh, will be out there. Right? If he is, I will be very surprised. Um he is sort of the one player you're paying a whole bunch of money. He's played every single game this season. I think you give him the night off. And I, and I think you, I, I I don't see how you, how you would sort of tell him, Oh, you've got to go play this game. I think it being at home maybe helps a little bit, but I I think maybe Benteke gets the night off. Um, I could see them playing Lewis O'Brien. I could see them looking and saying, Hey man, you're here. You're only here for us till July. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get every single ounce out of you. <laughs> I mean, ground. we only have to care about you till till basically keep you healthy till July fifteenth, and then you're you're basically gone unless you want to extend the loan. <laughs> they could play him. I could see them though. I will say, with considering Taxi Funtas um, hasn't played a whole lot. He had like a few weeks of preseason, pick up an injury. He's been out for several months. I could see him being out there in this game, maybe starting as kind of a guy to uh, basically try to bury the game quickly. And then he gets subbed off at halftime. Uh, he's still fresh. He's also a guy who has, who has a ton of energy um, on the field. So I, I could see him playing. I could see him certainly playing. Um, I think Matias click gets the night off. He's another guy played every game this year. 
throwing him in midweek game, I think just sort of risks injury with him. Um, I don't know. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be interesting. I also forgot. They do have some guys. I think they can call up from Loudon. Um, I think Samake, who's sort of a left back. So you could see him and Jacob green out there. Um, and I think there's one more. Oh, uh, Jeremy Gurea, uh, is another one. I think who's been getting appearances at, um, at, uh, at Loudon as well. He's sort of a defensive midfielder type. I think with Durkin out there, I don't know if you'll see him though. Uh, but it'd be cool to see him because we, we haven't really got to see much from Jeremy Gray and he's been, he's been one I've been hoping uh, develops in, into a good player. So. All right. All right. Um, I don't know if we said it before earlier, but this is part two. Make sure you go catch part one on, uh, oh God. United 96. Yeah, it's fine. We, we, we changed it. We 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 decided we want to do a whole branding thing and a podcast network. And I was about to say yeah, so United Cheese, but I was like, that's not it. I know it's something ninety six. There we go. United ninety six. Yeah. Make sure you go check them out there. What what a what a naming uh, structure you guys. What, what, what do you mean with that? Yeah, United ninety six. I mean, I'm just yeah. yeah there that, you go. Nice tribute, exactly. right? We wanted to be. We we went over that one. We came up with the spirit one very quickly, and then we were kind of bouncing around some of the other ideas. So there you go. Yeah. Make sure you go support those guys out. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to throw this question out there and I just want to see what you guys think about it. Um, How many half and half scarves or t-shirts do you think you might see at this game? I, you, I think you might see a few, like someone might pull out like a half and half DC United kickers Jersey or shirt or something. I mean, hopefully zero because this is all hideous. I, 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 I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I, I, I gotta tell you, I have no a little more. <laughs> I'm totally I, I, I can tell the you, <laughs> the, the scarf maybe I could see. I, I could see a scarf, but I, I do not know anybody that wants to take the 80 to $200 that the DC United jersey costs and then the $80 and then ruin it by cutting it in half and then stitching it together. Well, um, see, if you take our white jersey from this year in DC United's white jersey from a few years ago, you have a white t-shirt. So nobody There you know. go. <laughs> Nico, <laughs> solved it. I, I was so I was so disappointed a couple of days ago when I came to the realization that oh crap, we're wearing Oh yeah, 100%. White yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. We're wearing white. Yeah. We are still got cool there our Sunday best. It would be cool if they, they broke <laughs> out the uh, yeah because so if there is a stream, you guys aren't going to know who the players are because the numbers are yeah, exactly. silver. Uh, yeah, I think well maybe 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 DC goes with the uh, the cherry blossom kits. Um, I don't know. They they maybe they wear there some of those. Maybe they'll go with the weird. Uh, Do y'all watch the MLS action and have trouble? Okay, which team am I watching again? <laughs> yeah, I hate. I hate. This oh, we're talking about the uh, par- what is it called? The parlay jerseys. The parlay. The parlay jerseys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it's like watching the highlights, and it's like, all right, I gotta look at the scoreboard. Like, all right, this is Miami, and um, I forget who they were playing that week. Or like, this is DC Orlando. <laughs> exactly. It's like <laughs> exactly. It all just There's merges no together in one. Like, oh, yeah. God. So. <laughs> Um, also, like, we need to shout this out as well, man. I think a common supporter that we all know and love is Doug Doobie. Um, mm-hmm. Real big in the Richmond community, real big in the D.C. United community. Um, and apparently, like, both fans are trying to get together and do something cool for him, which is nice to see. Nice tribute to him. Um, any thoughts on that before we move on? 
I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I've, I've put it out there on my um, on our Twitter.com slash Refugees page. It's a donation page set up. Um, you know, Doug obviously suffered a uh, a a heart condition uh, last last year. Um, he's been recovering. I still see him. He still makes it out to games. Uh, you know, he's a guy who's uh, he's really given his all in supporting both teams. He was uh, huge in in those lot eight tailgates for DC. Um, I remember meeting him. I, I remember meeting him. Um, I can't remember exactly when I met him, you know, it's, it was at Gus's I'm sure, you know, cause they were like the only place at the time that would show DC games on a regular basis. Um, and you know that when I moved to Richmond, that was meeting the meeting him and meeting a lot of the people that I met was instrumental um, in me sort of falling in love with the city and find, finding a community. Cause I literally had nobody. I, I had one person slash acquaintance from high school or two acquaintances from high school. And like, that was it. That's all I had when I moved here um, in 2002, in 2012. So and th- those people literally, a lot of them became my family. So Doug Dobie, especially too. Mm-hmm. So go out, support him. He needs, he, uh, he needs a lot of help, uh, you know, medical bills, um, just getting around. He's, you know, he's, he needs a lot of help. So definitely uh, if you can go donate some money, um, and, and support and help support him. So, yeah, yeah, most definitely go out there and support him, man. I think Doug is probably, he's like one of the special ones, man, where he, is, you could just tell mm-hmm. like the whole aura about him. Like when you first get introduced to Richmond kicker soccer, like he's one of the first people that you meet and he is a gem and a half, um, <laughs> gem and a half, man. Absolutely. Him and Scott, those two are, Oh, no, they're, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're institutions, man. Yeah, Wait, like, hold on. Which Scott? Yeah, Scott needs a. Which um, Scott? Scott needs a beer, the Scott. Last thing we got. Oh yeah, that that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we know the Chico stand is probably. Do you think the Chico stand is going to be full? Are are, are the fans taking this seriously? You know. I. I think there there, there is a there is a subsection of the fans hard hardcore hardcore group of fans that do take this seriously and do want to win. I'm one of those, you know. Other than tonight, yeah. I mean, if once if if DC goes on victorious, I'm going to be rooting for DC to to go all the way. If the kickers are victorious, I'm definitely rooting a magical 1995 times a thousand type run for the Richmond kickers. Uh, to to the to the championship game. So I mean, I think there's a segment of the popular. I'm not expecting a big crowd. I I would expect the Chico stand to probably be the most full out of the whole stadium, because yeah. the people that know about this and the diehards will be there, um, for sure. So, so let me ask you this question on top of that one: What will be the tougher loss for DC United fans, losing to Richmond or the loss last year to Red Bull? In the cup, mm. Matt, what do you think? Just curious. So I, I was at that Red Bull game. Uh, a <laughs> season available, you know. Uh, you know, so I expected to be about the same you know, this time around. Uh, I don't know because the Red Bull game was so obviously telegraphed that we don't care about this. That I don't think the fans then cared, and th- there's been. A lot of uh, what's the nice way to say this uh, displeasure between the fan base and the front office, and I think it was reaching peak around that time too. So, I don't, 
I think, you know, a, a result in a, you know, cup game, even if it was against, you know, the old rival, uh, was the least of their concerns at that point in time. Yeah, okay. So may, maybe, you know, losing to us just because, you know, it's the, you know, momentary, haha, you lost to a third division team element, but even that I don't think is going like, to. I think, I think it'll be a question of if, if there are, there are starters a lot. If there is about, I'd say about, I'll go ahead and put a limit. If there are about five or six DC United starters from last weekend, I think it would be more upsetting if it's a lot of younger players, a lot of kids. I think there still will be some genuine upsetness. I think amongst several of the people who I interact with, like on the, on the DC United discord, and they'll be certainly upset. Um, I don't know overall. It's very difficult sometimes to tell. I feel like we all live in like a social media world um, where, you know, we all like watch this team week in and week out. And like the vast majority of the people that like show up to the games are not those types of people. So I think amongst the hardcore, it, I think this would actually, this would probably be worse because it would almost be, it, it would be losing to a lower division side that even if you aren't starting all your starters, you, you have more talent. I mean, I would, I would hedge to bet that like the young players out there of Teku to Pietro, Fletcher, Hopkins, Ekambone are probably all making maybe right around what uh, players like, you know, Belmar and Bentley. And I don't want to say Terzaghi because I think Terzaghi is actually getting paid pretty well. But a lot of those guys, like most of the roster is probably not paid as much um, as as they are. So from a, you know, financial perspective, that would be pretty bad. So. Um, I, I think it would be a little bit more. I think what, what Matt said about it being sort of telegraphed, I think this would be, if, if they managed to lose this game, it would upset a lot of the hardcores in the fan base. And um, I think might uh, might suck up a lot of goodwill from, from that they gained, I think, on Saturday. <laughs> all right. So, so I got a question for you know, all of us to be able to you know, answer. Uh, maybe Maybe 30 seconds you know, each, you know, on this, uh, you know, why you know, is you know, DC United going to win and why is Richmond going to so win? So are we actually both are just taking the side of the team we want to win? Not it, okay. it, 30 okay. seconds for each one of them. How um, about that? Well, I think DC United is going to win talent. Like I think talent just overhauls the 90 minutes. I think it'll be close up to 60 and then substitutes and will make the difference in this game. Um, why I think Richmond will win this game, Sc- scrappiness, and just general grit. Like, R- Richmond is going to have to slow ball this and grit and grind their way to a W. DC United is going to start off probably coasting, and if they get up one, two goals, then they probably coast their way to a win. If it's tight, then if DC United wins, it's going to be talent that pulls away. It's the uh, it's the it's the the meme of the guy laying back in his chair on a video game controller and then getting up if things start to go start to go south. Yeah. I, I think I think if Richmond wins, I think they will be they will hold it they hold it close. Um, they hold it close. They keep it as you know nil nil for as long as they can, and then they could you could see them maybe sneak a like you said scrappiness like a 90th minute 91st minute type of goal so um dc united i think 
if DC United win, it will be, as Elliot said, because of the quality of players, um, the talent level, and the experience level of a lot of the players. When you look at someone like Christian Benteke and uh, Matias Click, you're looking at players that have been in cup runs and whatnot and know how to, how to, you know, know how to move forward with things like that. If the Richmond kickers win, I think it will be because DC United overextend themselves and the Richmond kickers are handed their bread and butter of being able to catch on the counter. Um, that, that I think is the only way the Richmond kickers will be able to really hurt DC United is if DC United decide, Oh, we're the better team. We're just going to go at them and pummel them. And, that's when they'll realize how good Richmond United, uh, how good uh, Richmond kickers defense is, and how quickly kickers can catch them on the counter attack. Yep, and then you know, for me, I think you know the uh, you know kickers wins because they're able to stay disciplined. You know, throughout, you look back to last year against Charlotte; they were right with them. You know, got equalized. You know, in the second half, and then you know they took a you know a quick break. Right after that goal, and boom, two goals come in right away. So you got to stay turned on. You got to you know, stay aware. You can't give up any of these fouls around the box. They <laughs> love to do, and it drives me nuts. You know, every single week, uh, you know, can't do any of the dumb stuff. You got to you know stay disciplined. Uh, you know, they do that. They got a chance. I think you know, DC uh, is going to be that. You know, the depth. You know, just you know, I think the you know. Not just skill, but I think added athleticism. I think that's a little bit of a deficit that you know this current kickers team has. And you know, again, I go back to the comparison to last year. Just being there, the Charlotte players, you know, look like you know grown men against boys. Think about how Oberton looked against you know our guys earlier. You know, this year he just physically looked different. You know, and I think you know, no soccer's not a pure physical sport, but physicality makes a difference, and I think that can. Uh, you know, go a long way, especially in a situation yeah, like that. this. <laughs> also, they play their millionaires. Yeah, so. Definitely. Um, I think it's time we get to that prediction. So I will start off. Um, Shanira, let's start off with you. What is your prediction for this matchup, my man? Um, Shanira is there. Okay. I think it's going to be a lot closer than um than most people would think being. USL League One and MLS. Uh, I, I'm thinking uh, two one DC United. Okay. All right, Matt. What you got, my man? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's probably you know two nil DC. I think you know, it stays close you know for quite a while, and then uh, get that late break you know in there maybe somewhere you know. In the 65 to 70th minute, you know, area and forces the kickers that you have to you know, play a little bit more, and then you know the second one you know comes on a counter while right. looking for a goal. Ted, what about you, my man? Mm, is Ted there? Ted's not there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm right here. Sorry, I think I'm. My internet's. I've got a weird setup. Um, my prediction. Um, do do do. All y'all see, all y'all are like going. Oh, I don't think it's. I don't think they're gonna do it. I'm. I'm. I am. I am throwing caution to the wind. I'm going one-one kickers win on penalty kicks. I think it's going to be a all-time classic. We, if you're taking the metro, it might be a, a mad rush to, to get 
back on the metro. I'm not sure what how what my path to get there is going to be, but um, I'm going one one kickers win on PKs. Ted, I'm right there with you. Like I'm going two one Richmond. Um, Ooh, Ooh. See. I think Finley right. opens up the story. I think uh, the uh, what's the Teddy? I think he scores maybe 59, 60 a minute, and then I'm going 80th minute. The guy that you know hasn't got a lot of good looks this year, Mister Trizagi. I think he scores a banger. And I think after that, it's bad down the hatches for the last 10 minutes. See, see what I think it is, what I think was going to happen is, I think DC is going to open the scoring early. I think I'm going to say Ted Kuda Pietro gets a goal. And I think this team will think it'll be like within first 20, I'll say the first 20 minutes of the game. And then, you know, they will be like, all right, we're, we're good. We're going to lock this down. This is over, done. Let's, we're, already, we're already thinking about, uh, thinking about Charlotte. Uh, coming up on Saturday. And I then think it's going to sit one, nothing, sit one, nothing, sit one, nothing. Kickers might get a couple opportunities. And then like late in the game, 85th minute plus, I think there's going to be, you know, one of the, I think Hayden Sargis, I'm assuming he's going to play in this game. will hack down Terzaghi or somebody in the box. It'll be a late second PK. They'll tie it. Hold on for for dear life in 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 uh, in extra time, and then I think it goes. It's one of those like classic type of like classic type of like upset games where it's like they they think it's put away, and that's when they switch off. Because actually, I think there'll be a lot of these guys are going to be focused, and I think starting some of these younger guys, like hey, here's an opportunity for me to showcase that I deserve some minutes um, against uh, against some upper sides but i think they get that first goal early and they kind of just sort of put it in cruise control and then they but they keep the kickers sort of hanging around in that game so so yeah so i think that's all i I think Uh, i think i think there's a little flaw in your prediction there ted if dc united score first and think let's lock this down and think about charlotte i don't think the richmond kickers are putting the ball in the back of the net because, like we've said before, when a team parks the bus, kickers are screwed. And that's what happened to us literally in the playoff game last season. As soon as uh, the other team went down to 10 men and decided, all right, we're going to play for PKs, we're going to park the bus, the Richmond kickers had absolutely no means of getting past that defense. We, we catch teams on the counter. If the only time the kickers are going to score is if they score first, because DC will need to be feeling themselves a little too much, overextend, and kickers catch them on the count. I think that's the only way we're scoring against DC. That's part of the mind game, Shanira. We're going to catch them. We're going to do the unthinkable. We're going to have 70% possession, play Man City football, and score bangers. It can it can be done. I mean, two thousand four, you know, kickers knocked off, you know, DC. You know, it was down in Richmond. You know, huge crowd. DC played a lot of, you know, their guys that game. I'm trying to pull up the lineup right now, but I know that was, you know, the Freddie Adu year. So you know, he plays. That's why there was all the hype behind it. But they went up two nothing. It was only a late goal. They got it back to, you know, two one, and you know. No reason things can't happen. Never been a wild game to be at. Sure, <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Go to McCall Cephas with the brace. See? see, there we go. 
All right, y'all. Um, I think this is a good point of wrapping the podcast. Ted, before we let you go, man, um, you're doing amazing work covering DC United. You know, you've been through the crappy years. This is kind of look you're you're slowly uh getting your head <laughs> above water. It's that. it's less bad, it's much more fun. This Monday is gonna be much more fun for, for other reasons other than the win, but this it's a lot more fun when the team actually looks like they have a chance at winning. There so, you I'm sure as you can attest yes. to covering the kickers in podcasts. Yes. So yeah. we need a year like the kickers had last year in DC to, to be really fun. Happy podcast on the best podcast. Um, so Ted, exactly. go ahead and plug your show for us. Good man. So people can uh, somewhat support you after our victory on our Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys can check us out. We got United 96. Uh, we're also live on Twitch. Um, twitch.tv slash RFK refugees. Uh, if you want to join, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash RFK refugees. If you want to join in, we're trying to trying to do some more stuff with that. Uh, give you guys some exclusive content, um, on that show. But we cover, uh, United 96, we cover DC United, and then we have a uh, Washington Spirit podcast, Kindred Spirits, where we cover the Washington Spirit. Um, so the live Monday show has both covering both those teams. Um, and then we, uh, of course, uh, uh, we split it up on the on the podcast feed. So, and if you want the whole podcast feed, it's all on Patreon. So, there you go. Um, yep. Um, uh, Matt Shanir, Matt, I know you're going up to the game. Um, so be safe, have fun. Um, Shanir, hopefully we can get a stream so we can watch the game. Unless <laughs> we're watching Twitter, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah, we've got to be watching Twitter. Um, I'm going to try and see if I can figure something out with Bleacher Report, but I can't make any promises. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But as always, listeners, we just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day for listening to our show, because without you, we wouldn't be able to do this, and nobody would listen, so that's not fun. Um, as always, you can follow the show at RiverCity93 on Twitter and on YouTube. Make sure to support my Matt just put out another amazing article, so go support him on that. We are slowly but surely uh, finishing up this top 30 list. It's coming along. <laughs> Shit, slowly. Um, slowly. But with that being said, guys, I'm your host, Elliot, and we will holler at you guys next time. Be easy. Ah.